For the fifth episode of the Amalgam Podcast, I'm joined by Brittany Stodgel. Brittany is a partner at Propaganda Creative, and she is a graphic artist. We were recording at Propaganda Creative in HDG Architectures headquarters downtown Spokane. This is the second time that they've given me access to their offices to record episodes, and I couldn't be more thankful for it. Speaking with Brittany about things like brand identity and logo design was an absolute treat. This gal is super talented. She's involved with multiple businesses, and I've provided all those links below. So check her out, and please enjoy the episode. Welcome, everybody, to the fifth episode of the Amalgam Podcast. We have our first female guest, Brittany Stodgel. She's a graphic artist, and she's also a partner at Propaganda Creative. How's it going, Brittany? Great. How about you? I'm great. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. I had to kind of pull some strings and call in some favors to get. She was a little bit hesitant, but that was because, <laughs> possibly because this is a brand new podcast, not because she's afraid of... Being right, right. Also, super duper busy as most creatives are, right? <laughs> right, and yeah, you guys are leaving soon, aren't you? Aren't, yeah. Isn't the company going somewhere? Yeah, Where are you guys we're, going? Uh, we're going to Nice, France. Nice. Um, as a company retreat, it's just uh, just us coworkers having a good time and stepping away from the desk, and you know, yeah, saying we love pushing pixels around, but saying like, hey, we we just need a relaxation. You're human time. beings and, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And you guys went to um, Amsterdam before. Yes. Was that yeah. your first company venture? Yeah, like, yeah, it was. It was a, a short trip. I I think we had, you know, two full days there where we weren't traveling to the U.S. or there. Um, and it was so delightful just to get to know people on a different level. I mean, you spend majority of your time to be realistic uh, with these people every day yeah. of the week. So, uh, and we're all, you know, workaholics in the best way here. Like we all just are so passionate. So we love what we do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's more than your average eight to five or nine to five here. Yeah. Um, so when we say we spend most of our time together, we, we really do. Yeah. But... Working hard too. So yep. you guys, that's, yeah. that's amazing that your company does that. And, you know, I guarantee that 99% of companies aren't going to front a trip like that for the yeah. people, which means you guys, really valuable to them too so that's Mm -hmm. a great way to kick back yeah it's a it's a nice bonus and and a really good opportunity to you know as i mentioned get to know each other on on a different level so cool awesome and partner at propaganda creative tell us what that means uh that means that uh, i worked really hard from from the ground up and realized uh to be realistic or honest with you um i was offered another position somewhere else and I'm uh, just not a money-driven person, um, and I really love it here. So <laughs> I just decided, you know, I'm going to talk to my peers and say, hey, we've been quote-unquote dating for this amount of time. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> That's a great way When to are we going to uh, pull the trigger here? <laughs> That's awesome. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, That's great. You. Uh, it was it was stressful because, you know, I don't know. It's, I can imagine. It's hard to fight for things, but yeah. Yeah, well, you want to be, and this is kind of the struggle as a young adult, and, and, and how old are you? I am 32 in a week. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, I'll, I'll be 31 this year. So yeah. um, taking control of our lives and, and really saying this is my value right. and then putting that on the table, yeah. that's kind of that's great to hear you do that because that's, that's what you need to do. And, and when you're in your 20s and stuff or you don't have enough time somewhere, it's hard to really feel confident in that. So. Yeah, and it was it's uh, more than just like a personal value. It was like making sure that the people that I 
work with every day actually know I value you so much, you know, and how you've gotten me to where I am or helped me get there um, that like I'm, I'm ready to make that commitment to you. So. Right. The other side of that is this is a great place to work yeah, and absolutely. I want to I buy in here. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. And you've been uh, at Propaganda for three to three to four years. Is that what it uh, is? It'll be three years in April. Three years in so, April. Yeah. Cool. So what um, what are you guys working on right now? What's the you mentioned very very busy. What the what's happening right now? Uh, right now in in my little realm or world of the the design area, um, I am currently working on some branding and packaging work for a uh, family farm called Full Bushel. Oh, cool. Um, it's super fun, and they're just really down-to-earth, not to sound so like punny right now, but Farmers, like down-to-earth huh? people. Yeah, um, it's a really fun project. Um, and I just had a meeting with a uh, a mother who is, she has a, a special needs daughter, and um, she is interested in how CBD um, can mm-hmm. help her daughter. So uh, it was a really interesting, eye-opening conversation we just had. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to get get going on that that. awesome that's great yeah that cbd stuff i've heard um the oil or something like that it's helped in i was the one where they have seizures but yeah pretty much anything with anything seizures yeah seizures specifically they've done a lot of research Mm -hmm. on um but yeah um just there's there's a lot more research to go into it and a lot of it i I think people don't realize it's just it's at your fingertips you know just ask google and (laughs) you'll get so many do some research yeah so many directions on on how this plant that's like all natural you know versus something chemically created um, yeah. actually has so many positive effects and it doesn't have to get you high like most people have that absolutely with it, so right yeah no it's um it'll be an interesting time for for us to see how this all develops and especially with like a few years of recreational stuff and now you start to see the money that flows into that and it's kind of yeah. like we got a lot a lot more to go in a lot of this stuff so yeah for sure yeah um, well, tell us how you got to propaganda. Where did, where did you go to school? Let's start uh, there. Sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, I went to school at Eastern Washington University. Um, I started there originally to be an elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, since I was in first grade, I just wanted to teach. Yeah. Uh, so I did that for a while and then, um, just realized that the teaching game is just going to change so often, yeah. um, that, I I don't know I just I lost interest in that aspect. Mm-hmm. I actually had someone telling me, uh, you know, one day you might have to teach French in kindergarten <laughs> or in first grade, and I just was like, wow, I just you know I'm I'm really interested in social interaction at a young age and um, the create bringing creativity out of children. I don't know, it's just like interesting to me. It always has been. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I realized marketing's always been easy for me, so oh, I just cool. signed up for some classes, um, got a degree. Got a, a job right out of school, luckily. Um, and then I didn't know that visual communication design classes were offered at Eastern at the time. Oh, I, okay. I was working full-time, paying for my degree as I went. Um, so I had no student debt after my first degree. Good for you. Um, that's in, that's it was impressive. insane. I don't, I don't know if I slept. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. Um, but, yeah, I, I took some VCD classes for fun um, at Eastern, luckily, between, well, anytime you're full-time, so 12 credits to, I think it was up to 20 at the time, maybe 18. Okay, yeah. Um, cost the same. Right. So I was like, well, my free time, I'm already paying for this. Yeah, Might take well advantage. Might as these classes I'm interested in. Um, so I got a minor in VCD, uh, worked for a year in the field, in the marketing field, and I asked my boss at the time if, uh, I, I saw some some pitfalls in the company I was, I was working in or at, um, 
and asked him, hey, if I took these classes, could I move down to part-time? And then hopefully, you know, I can help you guys rebrand, which they needed really bad um, and, and really stand out. Um, and he said, yes, luckily. Awesome. So awesome. yeah, I uh, went back to school, got a VCD degree, and then um, I was freelancing for a while, just pouring beer and, mm-hmm. and meeting people and just having a good time um, living in the the freelance paycheck to paycheck, which is, oh, wow. is tough. <laughs> yeah, that's got some nerves for yeah. that. That's awesome. Um, but, you know, I, I stayed in touch with the, the people I met in school. And, I mean, still to this day, like, we'll message each other. Hey, does, does this look like, like crap? Or, like, oh, great. what do you think? Is, is this, like, color palette going to reach the demographic we're talking about? Or That's awesome um, to have that kind of network. Yeah. And that, you, that trust is there as well to totally. really critique each other. That's cool. Yeah. But we, uh, my, a friend of mine, Amanda Johnson, and I, we started Black Sheep Paper Co. as, like, mm-hmm. a fun way to stay in touch um and just to design some fun things uh we both just we're both shy but we really love like our quote-unquote love language (laughs) yeah um is like doing things for other people or gifting them things okay um so or words of affirmation so we would you know write each other fun notes and then one day we were just like why don't we just start a card company like we can't be the only ones right um yeah so we started black sheep and uh yeah, that's that's where that started. So that's what the inspiration <laughs> was. That's cool. I was Definitely. gonna ask about that. The yeah. um uh when I was looking through the cards and stuff, I liked yeah. I liked your guys' style for sure. Because <laughs> the the card industry is I think one of those where it can be ultra cheesy and obnoxious or it can be like make you cry just by looking at yeah, it. So yeah. I think you guys fall very well in, into the into an attractive product lineup for sure thanks yeah Yeah. sometimes you just want to send someone something that makes them giggle and that's that's honestly where 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 it came from from. i was gonna say what was the inspiration so yeah make people laugh Mm -hmm. cool and you also have a little etsy kind of spinning off of the selling products and you also have an etsy shop yeah so um it's called Brittany made this uh it started out as actually a, a friend i'm also a graphic artist so i um would or a painter you know artist in general Right. Um, so I'd make things and she just thought they were cool enough to sell. So she actually set, uh, the store up for me. Her name's Devin. Um, Hey Devin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she, she set up the store for me and, uh, yeah, it, it's insane. It, it just kind of worked out. Um, I, I ran with it and, um, originally behind the name of Brittany made this, um, we were going to start a collective, a bunch of us from school that would be like Devin made this or Miranda made okay, this. Cool. Um, and then we would have this hub site called We Made This and, and it was kinda That's a great like idea. go branch from there, you know. Um, but it all kinda fell off <laughs> but I just stuck with it. So As, Yeah. Yeah. Well life happens. Exactly. You know? so, yeah. That's cool you kept with it though. That's an awesome idea. Maybe over the course of time yeah, it over comes time, back definitely. full circle. That's yeah. cool. And you're you're trucking online, you can keep it alive. <laughs> yeah. Living the dream. And that brings us to Write Mind Printing, right? Is yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. the the third. I was writing down notes for this, and, yeah. and there's so many companies to write about. <laughs> so Write Mind Printing is, I think we're at the fourth one. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I have a thing with, with starting things, I, especially when I come up with ideas. It's like, okay, I'm going to run with it. I'm going to go with it. It's yeah. what happens. Um, Good for you. And uh, yeah, Write Mind Printing is a, it's a screen printing company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're right next door to Propaganda Creative. Um, and it's owned by Damon, a friend of mine, but also a very good friend of my boyfriend, Ken. Um, 
they've been in bands their entire lives and uh, they just love music. And they were, you know, kind of sick of paying for someone to do 20 t-shirts for $30 a pop online um, just to sell merch because... I mean, musicians nowadays don't really get paid very much. It's like, thanks for your time. Here's a beer. Um, (laughs) You just put in, you know, 15, 20 hours a week together doing this. Yeah. Um, So they just decided to try it on their own. And um, luckily with my background, I could help them out um, as much as possible. So they also allow me to to go into the shop and, you know, learn along with them. And cool. Get your hands on. Nice. Yeah. Just have another outlet. Right. Yeah. Awesome. When um, I was looking at the Out website, that mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. That one's very cool. And I, I feel like um, it's really easy to kind of just do the same thing in websites because you know it works right. and stuff. But this was a great attempt at changing the user experience. Right. Like the user interface is not necessarily this dive around a sitemap. It's the information's there, but mm-hmm. it's hidden. It's, it was great. I love yeah. it. Thank um, you. I'll, uh, I'll tell them that you liked it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Uh, one thing I wanted to ask about was, is I was going through your Instagram page and, mm-hmm. and can you tell people if they want to find more stuff from me, what's the easiest way to do that? Yeah. Um, I, I think Instagram actually is probably the, the yeah. easiest way. Okay. Um, especially with, I don't know, the age group, <laughs> yeah. um, that I interact with, uh, which is probably most people buying my products. Um, yeah, Instagram and, and the handle is just Brittany made this mm-hmm. all one word, obviously Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That um, and so as I was going through your Instagram, I've noticed that there's a lot of hand-drawn um, script. Uh, and what's what's the technical term for that style? What is yeah, that? Is um, it lettering? Is lettering? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. right. It's beautiful. And so, Thank how you. long have you been? Have you always done that style, or did you just start getting into it, or what's the story with that? Um, actually, when when I was a kid, I <laughs> I just love letters. <laughs> I'm so nerding out right now. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Um, I luckily my my parents and and my grandparents all had amazing handwriting. Okay. And uh, my mom's from Holland, and she's uh, with English being her second language. Um, she was always just really hardcore about spelling things right and like making sure you pay attention to what your handwriting looks like, and not like in a creepy way, but like sincerely. I don't know. She just cared so much about it that I like really wanted to make her proud. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so I started teaching myself cursive um, at the same time as we were learning regular letters. Okay. Um, just because I wanted to do it. And uh, They didn't make, in school, they didn't make you learn cursive? They did, but okay. but we just weren't there yet. Okay. <laughs> so it was like a great <laughs> Wasn't enough. soon enough. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I just remember like nerding out, looking at magazines and just staring at the ads, but like never really reading the material or like staring at layout. Yeah. And, oh, so you've um, been a you've been a visual super nerd forever. Person. That's <laughs> awesome. Not super nerd. No way. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Uh, I would just try to emulate people's handwriting just because I really loved it. And um, yeah. I, I didn't know lettering was a thing. Um. I used to, you know, back in school before texting was a thing. We like write each other notes. I don't yeah. even know if kids do that anymore. Probably not. Um. But yeah, I would. Uh, I'd write like a huge name and then, or something really funny and then just like write a sentence. Like that was uh-huh. my note. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. So I've, I'd say I've been doing that lettering for a, a very long time. Very long time. Yeah. And when, um, from a technical pers- perspective, mm-hmm. why, why is it, why, what is it about it that you like about lettering? Uh, I love how there's, you know, there's a bajillion fonts out there now and mm-hmm. a lot of them are free and you have access to them. Um, but 
with lettering, it's so, I mean, not to use an overused term, but it works well. It's just so organic Uh um, and you can morph it into what you want it to be to convey a feeling or, um, I mean, all the way down to marketing nerding out to you right now, but (laughs) like even down to like a gender or an age group or, I mean, for instance, I mean, to compare... Uh, a lot of people think, like, back in the day, Comic Sans was, like... Right. Right. <laughs> um, but realistically, the only reason why that should ever be used is because, you know, like, you're doing a comic book for children or a coloring book. Um, and that handwritten look is necessary. Right. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, well, and I'll, I'll pick up from where you're going. When it comes to, like, the culture of yeah. typography, it yeah. is... I 100% agree with you, because... It's not nerdy because I've rented books from the library about right. typography because yeah. it is so important um, to understand the history of why we change the way what letters yeah. look. And then yeah. once you start looking at it that way, you're right. You don't look at a sign the same anymore. You yeah. look at it like, oh, they use that font. You know, they've changed the kerning. You know, right, it, exactly. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, it's, it's super interesting uh, to me also that also being a type nerd, <laughs> um, that, you know, that lettering has become such a, I don't, yeah, it's such a trendy thing, mm-hmm. um, that our kids are like, I don't have them yet, but when I do, <laughs> our kids won't be learning cursive, but like, there's going to be words out there in, in most lettering will say is cursive, right. at least that I've experienced, uh, with, and, they just won't understand why how like. those letters go together or why they do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just no, like a And there's a lot note. of stuff that's going to, with our generation specifically. Yeah. And like our parents and then our grandparents and then the generation after us. There's a lot of things like that that are going to disappear. And yeah. no one's going to remember why. We, yep. we It used <laughs> to be, like, why do we have 3,000 fonts installed on this computer? Right. Well, because communicating with typography is part of the design. So. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, I um, what I because I've noticed it, the lettering has definitely, especially around Spokane and stuff. It's really coming in, and a lot of what you guys have on your Instagram page and yours is these new designs. And what I like about it from a technical perspective is watching the prep work or like the process of it and seeing how there's. There's math to everything right, yeah, and like, how you space it and stuff like that. Right. It's um, interesting you bring that up because I've had people ask me the question before, like, well, that's calligraphy. And then I have to have to say, like, well, basically, they're just not understanding what, what is the difference between the two. Um, and realistically, lettering doesn't have to have a calculated, you know, here's the X height. Here's like the actual distance between every letter that has to exist. It's, mm-hmm. it's more of a visual art piece where typography or calligraphy would be like, you know, there's still a structure that has to exist. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a good point for sure. Um, <clears throat> when you are coming up with a design or you're starting out, how do you, how do you start? What's your, how do you draw inspiration or what do you, what do you source? It really depends on who, who the audience is. is for, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, but like a lot, some of the times I'll I'll say I think with any artist this rings true, um, but it'll be something solely for me, and in that nice. case, you know, I mean it's for other people to see, but it's it stems from a personal thought or okay or whatnot. Um, so in in that case, it's it's just I start, and there's no uh, no calculation really 
involved. No, you don't have um, an X and there's X there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, even so. color palette, I don't, I don't know what it'll be. Like when I'm painting, um, I like to use uh, smaller canvases and then create something larger out of it. Kind of like a mosaic if, if that works okay. in your head, like to make cool. sense of what it's, yeah. what it's going to be. Um, but the way I start is I'll, I'll take one canvas and start sketching out um, a basic idea uh, or on a piece of paper, I'll even do that. Um, but it'll start out as like four kind of gridded together and then slowly over, I don't sleep when I paint. So like over, over like 48 hours, it'll just end up being like 22 canvases. Are you serious? Yeah. It's, it's weird. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> it's just, Oh, I've been sitting Indian style for eight hours cause I paint on the floor. <laughs> like, why does my neck hurt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you have to roll over to yeah. get up. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's a tedious actually. I, I don't know. I find it fun. Um, yeah, it, and that's, it it's works. like no yeah. pressure, but at the same time, like the most pressure. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But, so um, 48 hours of of prototyping is what you would say or yeah what? and then and then one once i realize like okay it's it's almost finished i like like a true creative person right like nothing's ever finished <laughs> but when you say okay for this audience this we'll say this is quote unquote enough right um then you know still spend a couple more hours like tediously making sure everything is the finer details yeah yeah, yeah. the stuff you say i'm gonna clean that up later yep yeah it's awesome <laughs> yeah. Um, for, for other people though, like client work, uh, generally I try to put myself in the shoes of, or in the head of their actual audience. Um, and then I try to find somewhere in between the audience and the client, um, where both will meet and be able to communicate within that mark, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, As far as branding goes. Um, when, when you say, um, meeting between what the user or the audience it needs you're learning them and you're knowing them yeah. and then what the client is asking for has there ever been a, a time where you've had to really battle for the user or really explain yeah. away like <laughs> i know what you want right but it's actually uh you know i'd say like 10 percent of the time it works out perfectly where the client realizes like we have or i have like the best interest their best interest at heart when right. i say like hey this group probably won't like that color even, you know, like yeah. down to that one, one thing. Um, but a lot of the times, yeah, it'll, the concept will kind of butt heads with one group or the other. Okay. Yeah. Cool. As far as, I don't know if I answered your question oh, that's okay. correctly. Um, but as far as physically starting though, um, on a project, it's, it's always sketch for me. Mm-hmm. Um, draw out some ideas, some thumbnails, um, working with, whether it's over the web with friends or peers, um, even if it's not a designer, if it's someone I know is in that audience, I'll say like, does this resonate with you? Yep. Don't even need to know why, like just yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we have the benefit of working in an open office environment where I can just turn around and tap whoever on the shoulder, or, you know, throw an airplane at them or whatever. <laughs> just like, with what? the design. Yeah. <laughs> what do <awesome>. you, <laughs> what do you think of this? Um, and yeah, it just moves on from there. Cool. When you have your team here, <clears throat> that's something I wanted to touch on was yeah. speaking with Jason, it was it was very top level. Um, so you yeah. guys are the, the gears grinding away on the projects, right? Mm-hmm. Part, some of them. No, you're not the whole thing, right? Yeah. But um, when you guys take a project or you, you take on this new project, how do you guys work together and what is your sort of roles in your team? Gotcha. Um, we all, I wouldn't say there's really anyone 
who's unequal with with others um if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. we we work really well as a team at propaganda and i i think we all pride ourselves on that Mm um yeah and we all have different aspects where it's been like you know there's there's a hole in the company right here where maybe it hasn't even been verbally said but someone just says oh we we would benefit by having that Mm -hmm. um so you kind of just it just ends up being part of your role Mm -hmm. um and i would say we just find each other's best attributes and just say run with it and it's such a a positive thing that we have at propaganda where if you don't know something like cool just learn it and fine with that like take take the time that you need to to do that especially if it's going to benefit you which therefore will benefit the company right um and i think the best case scenario that i can put it in um is watching our two new uh, newest members on the team, um, Jake and Isaac, who both started as interns with us, but definitely proved themselves. Um, and you know, Jake saw that we needed more help in the coding area and mm-hmm. in websites, and um, he just really ex- he just took it on, really excelled with it, um, and now he's I don't know he pre- impresses me every day. Awesome, <laughs> it's insane. That's great. Um, and. With Isaac, I mean, same thing, but I would say more so uh, with animation. He already had uh, a lot of skills under his belt, but watching him be so excited about wanting to learn more and, and push forward with that um, has both benefited him and the company. So Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say, personally, my best role with the company um, would be print products or branding, branding and identity. I'm I am such a nerd about it. Yeah. <laughs> just love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, well, what's cool about branding uh, specifically because you you have an opportunity to communicate in anything that you do visually right. or in anything you create. Um, but when it comes to branding, that's a, a really cool thing when it mm-hmm. comes to psychology of right. everything. And so, can you talk a little bit about that when you're choosing? I mean, we all know. Everybody knows that different colors per- convey different emotions. But mm-hmm. what are, um, we've mentioned type earlier, but what are some other things that you try to, and maybe I could give you, uh, I'll give you an audience, let's say. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> um, this could be such a fun board game. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, a branding board game. Oh, no, I started a new company yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> We're now making board games for She's designers. making a note right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, uh, let's say males in their 40s to 50s, uh-huh. so probably dads. Yeah. And um, what, if you're going to create, a guy comes to you and, and his market is, let's say he's a contractor, general contractor, what would you what would you do for, or go as far as the psychology to start branding that out? Yeah. Um, so general contractor, let's see, 40s and 50s, you know, I'd, I'd probably stick with something that's more of a simple mark that's straightforward and... Um, that has it shows some establishment um, and seriousness, but also approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning, uh, as far as bringing back to type, uh, type matters so much. Of course, um, probably something that is it has rounded edges, but it's also like a clean, probably sans serif okay. typeface. Um, and I say that because once you start adding the serifs in, it becomes a little more detailed and, yeah. and um, slightly elegant. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it strays from being straight to the point and get it done. Um, mm-hmm. Unless it's just the word mark, and then I have a totally different perspective yeah. on that. But anyway. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, as far as a, a mark that goes with it, I again, super simple. 
Mm-hmm. Icon, icon type, like uh, like really nitty gritty details, but more of like a stamp or something like right. that. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I put it. And colors. How would you go about selecting colors? I, obviously, like you said, it depends on what the project's for right. and who the audience. But yeah, general uh, contractor. I would assume that their market's drawn to um, approachable darker colors, probably mm-hmm. like a gray tone palette. Actually, would be nice uh, with just a one bright color, one that really stands out that they can have with a, a straight across part of their identity to okay. use throughout. Um, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. We just, we you created a new I brand already. <laughs> That's awesome. As far as, um, you know, cause we covered your team and everything like that. Can you talk a little bit about the culture here as far as the, the sayings that you guys have, you guys are yeah. really big into your sayings and they're totally. not, they're not, your grandmother's saying they're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're we're not real afraid of words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are honest and straightforward. So what can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, part of the identity I would say of, of propaganda and HDG both, they're our, our sister company. Um, and we share a building with them. Um, part of our culture I would say is, is not being afraid to try new things, but also, um, not be afraid to be outspoken. Okay. Um, in a way that's like, like a, a big one that we say all the time is make it matter. Um, okay. It's it's on a wall in our office now, and it was in our previous office. Uh, and it just, it says a lot. I mean, it's simple, right? Like make it matter. Why why else would you start something or yeah. otherwise? Why put your sense. energy into it if you're not, if it doesn't? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Before we dive into resources, I want to ask you what, in your career, what was your favorite project you've ever worked on? Oh. Sorry, I should have said this <laughs> no, before we got no, started. It's okay. Sorry. Um, I put a, a lot of passion to any project, and, mm-hmm. and it's actually like something that I, I pride myself on being able to do is like, even if it's something I'm not interested in in the beginning, it's how do I find a way to be interested? Great. Um, so to ask me, like, which one's my favorite actually is a tough question for right. me. Um, but. I would say uh, the one that, that rings true or closest to my heart uh, would be uh, my mom has Alzheimer's. And uh, two years ago, I believe, um, we had someone come into the HDG office. And I, I say that because they came in to talk to um, Josh, the one of the owners of HDG. And um, he knew about my mom. And um, he also knew that I hadn't really uh, stepped up to the plate of dealing with it had gone on and um he thought well this is a good way for Brittany kind of step out of the box and and let's get her involved so i sat down with uh the person who had came in just looking for a donation and he ended up uh he and, and jason uh the managing partner at propaganda allowed me to take some time um aside from donating some cash uh take some time to actually design some stuff cool. for uh, one of the events they were putting together to raise money. And um, they they didn't even give me a limit of the amount of time. It was like, yeah, work on it while you're here. You know, let's let's help you get through this. That's great. <laughs> um, that's and, awesome. Yeah, so I'd say that's the one. Um, I ended up coming up with some flashcards that resonated with, uh, you know, the things my mom was saying or doing um, that maybe people who were new to witnessing the disease, like maybe didn't know how to react to it. Okay. Um, for instance, like, you know, my, my mom for a while was just, everything was a shoe. So <laughs> I made this, one of the flashcards was just like, it looks like a water bottle. 
she's saying shoe, but she's talking about that water bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I know it sounds like dwindled down to obvious, or maybe that just seems that way to me now because I've seen the whole process. Right. Um, but yeah, I'd That's say that one. one. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Um, <clears throat> least favorite. Least favorite. And that's probably going to be hard to answer Eek. again because <laughs> sounds like you put a lot uh, of yourself into each project. I do, yeah. Um, least favorite, I maybe I'll clump them in together on what's the most, um, so I'm kind of changing your, your question that's here okay. a tiny bit. That's all but, right. Uh, lump it into the ones that, are, that become frustrating, um, and that would be like just really trying to make the client happy because after all you know that's what we're all here for is right at the end of the day like the reason why we do things is making that client smile you know yeah (laughs) um but yeah I'd, i'd say the the frustrating parts uh are if you do the work freelance wise if you do the work they say they're happy with it they boast about it but um not even giving like not even the credit portion, but like the never paying you part, like just Ooh. throwing that under the rug. That's that goes back to the tradition of every creative being like, "If you pay me, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, talk about being valued, right?" Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, or you know, people undervaluing your time. As far as like, I don't know anyone who gets paid that much an hour, and then you think to yourself, like, "Kale, you're willing to spend X amount on dinner every night," but like. My five hours of time isn't worth your twenty bucks for the meal, <laughs> you know. Um, so getting paid is is frustrating. Um, or let's see, bringing it back to propaganda. Um, I'll say when you you really know it's the right answer as far as a mark goes, like branding wise, and they just are not having it. <laughs> and then you give them fifteen more options, and still saying, you know, well, one, one of my clients, the client says to us, well, one of my clients said X, Y, Z and, um, and it's not what you're delivering. So it needs to be what they want to make them happy and and trying to make the, the design client, like the person we're trying to talk to realize that it's like, you're trying to reach an entire group of people, maybe not one. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if that makes sense, but no, like it totally does. The it, trying it, and trying and then still not reaching a point where they're happy is, yeah. is hard. <laughs> right, right. That um, <clears throat> well, and you want you want to make the client happy, but at the end of the day, your job is to communicate and to generate interest and catch eyes and everything. And right. so if you go to school for that and yeah. you do that for a <laughs> job and everything, it's definitely really frustrating if someone can't listen to that right yeah like you know they walk in the door thinking i'm coming to a credible place you have all this this is what you do for a living so you're obviously knowledgeable but then not trusting that knowledge is is tough yeah and sometimes especially in freelance um Mm -hmm. i'm sure you learned how to vet clients in a way and start coming up (laughs) with like well i got a question for you before i say yes to this yeah yeah it's interesting uh Having, we even have those questionnaires here, propaganda, whether mm-hmm. whether a client realizes it or not, you know, between conversation of like, you know, what what resonates with you, what doesn't, what what we, what hey, here's what we've seen that works, here's what doesn't. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the uh, asking people simply, what, can you provide an example of a, if they want a logo? Yep. Do you want, let's make sure we, before we start, you're not looking for a photograph <laughs> as your yeah. logo, right? Because yeah. that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, or the the asking them what they like or what they don't like, and but also, 
you know, what, what does your competition do that you love slash hate? Yeah. You know, and, and how can we differentiate you from yeah. XYZ? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit about resources. This is, I love this section because <laughs> I get to take something back and so does the audience. Um, do you have a resource you want to talk about? So I'll start with like, obviously I have personally felt that education is so important. Um, and otherwise I wouldn't, you know, have two degrees or like still be interested in grad school. Mm -hmm. Um, but this book called grit is, it just resonates with me on, on having a passion or finding a passion for something. Um, and just dredging in it day in day out until you get to where you want to be. Um, and just never giving up, uh, the first it's, I'm listening to it on audible so I can double task, Um, (laughs) but yeah, just listening to um, the author talk about, especially at the beginning of the book, um, about how you can take exhibit A, so person A and person B. Okay. Um, if person B has the the natural talent, at some point they just kind of are like, cool, I have this talent. And they just, you know, don't taper off, but they just kind of stay steady. Whereas the person who might not be as talented but is interested in the subject um, will just continuously try and try and try. And eventually they end up surpassing the person with talent um, in most cases. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And that's a theme. I, I'm, I've heard that from a couple of people now. And Jonathan, in the episode I just released today, he mm-hmm. said uh, simply that because I asked, you know, what when you stop and start different types of creative things, you know, I used to beat myself up about that. And he says, well, that's if you're trying to make money, but if you're not, you're fine. But what you'll notice is that the people, and he's a musician, so there's crazy talented musicians out there. Uh The ones who are working to put their stuff and record it and publish it and all of that. You're right. They might be more famous and more popular or make more money than somebody who can tear a guitar apart way better than them. And Uh, it all comes down to simply that. Are you going to put the work in or are you not? Yep. So, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to look for is for themes in this show. Yes, <laughs> you got one. Yeah, got one. <laughs> um, great. I, I skipped a, a portion. I like to ask what your goals and what's what's hold the future hold for you. So what are some things you're working towards or you would like to get better at in the next? Um, as teaching has always been a passion of mine, um, I still would love to personal goal-wise. uh do that in the future and um whether it's just one night class a week uh i would just be ecstatic about life that's awesome (laughs) yeah um yeah i'd say that um and then growing this helping grow this company um propaganda is just like huge on my list of goals um as i mean any partner would likely say naturally um but i don't know it's it's just been it's been so fun watching so Kyle, uh, another partner, he's um, he's been with Propaganda, I think, about six months, just shy of six months, um, longer than me. And I think he could probably agree with me when I say, like, it's been so fun watching him grow as a designer and as a person. And um, I don't know, it's just, I'm hoping that eventually it'll just be a goal for everyone at Propaganda, um, specifically. Uh, just to have that same mindset mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already seen it with Jake and Isaac, as I mentioned, them attempting to grow with the company and for themselves um, and having that support from Jason um, and the other partners has been 
tremendous. Mm-hmm. I hope it continues. So that's great. Really, I don't know how I can no really focus dive in, in there, but yeah, yeah. And, and and build with from within and make things better internally so that you're creating yeah better projects externally. No, that's that's awesome. <laughs> um, I was going to ask. Oh, uh, the teaching thing. Yeah. Um, so when you say teaching's not off the table, that's great. Yeah. To, that's great to hear. What would you like to teach? Would it be computer-related design stuff, or would you go back towards something specific like lettering by hand, or how? What would yeah. you like to teach um, if you were going to start a class next week? Yeah. What would uh, it be? So I, th- I think any teacher would say like it's a semi-loaded question because you know aside from teaching a subject, that's not the only reason why they teach. So it would be like you know getting instilling that. That idea of grit into someone, okay. Um, I guess to bring it tight back in, but um, I would love, absolutely love, to teach a branding and identity class just because I'm so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool if everyone else at Profcana or HDG <laughs> would let me uh, use our our office, you know, after hours as like just a classroom to yeah. to teach people um, specifically. I mean, where I came from, I I like to always just go back to your roots mm-hmm. um, and. I would love to teach a class at Eastern um, or for Eastern. The VCD program right now is so phenomenal, uh, but it would be even more rad, yeah. you know, if, if they could. One thing that I missed having in those classes, um, I lucked out because I already had a marketing degree. Okay. Um, but I do see a, a little bit of a, a hole um, in the program where I feel like, you know, I could benefit as far as saying, here's how to take your skills that you're learning, your communication skills and your art direction skills, um, and how to actually make them marketable. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, I think it would be, it'd be cool, and it's something I'm obviously passionate about. So. Yeah, naturally, yeah. that sounds like a, a great, great next step or next stage if when you're ready to like quarter life crisis yeah. things and stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Um, great. Well. Uh, do you want to talk about, or do we already mentioned where everybody can find you, but let's do that one more time just in case they missed it. Where can we yeah. find your stuff? Uh, so obviously spend a lot of time at Propaganda. So <laughs> northwestpropaganda.com, it's NW, Propaganda. Um, a lot of people misspell it, so uh, there's two A's in there. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and um, Brittany made this is my Etsy shop, um, so you can find my, my products there. Um, it's a lot of print work. Um, and then Black Sheet Paper Co. has its own site. Um, if you're local to Spokane, a uh, bunch of my random things are sold in the pop-up shop that's run by awesome. Terrain and Window Dressing. So, um, yeah, you can find it there. Great. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you again so much, Thank first you. female guest. <laughs> um, this, is, this has been awesome. And, and watching, being exposed to what you guys do here and really seeing how from management down to the ground level, how it operates, you guys are clearly going to continue with your success. And I've always thought that your guys' stuff has, um, it's, it's kind of leading edge as far as what else I see. And, um, I've always had a lot of respect for it and I know you're a big part of that. So thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Huge (laughs) compliment. I need to be recording you for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Is there any, any announcements you might have? Any current events? Uh, no, actually, okay. I'm, I think I'm good. Other than like, thank you for taking the time to do this kind of stuff. I, yeah. I think it's uh, 
really rad and really cool for local people to tune in and get to know each other. Yeah, and I really hope, yeah, I really, that's exactly it. I want a network of everybody to have a little piece, you yeah. know, and they've all participated. So mm-hmm. thank you guys. Thank you, Brittany. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Go check out Brittany and check out Propaganda Creative. Check out Black Sheep Paper Company, <laughs> Right Mind Printing, and Brittany made this on Etsy. It's all great stuff. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.